Welcome to Sportsman of Colorado, Colorado's premier outdoor radio show heard every Saturday afternoon on KLZ 560 with insights on hunting, fishing, archery, guns, and ammo from Colorado's top outfitters featuring the industry's leading experts on how to enhance your experience in the great outdoors. Now, here's your host, Scott Watley. Welcome to Sportsman of Colorado. Thank you so much for joining us again today. We are glad you're with us. Just a quick reminder now, if you miss our live show on Saturdays from 1 to 2, you can catch us twice on Sundays from 8 to 9 a.m. and once again in the evening, 7 to 8 p.m. right here on KLZ 560. Glad to kick things off today with our good friend Mike Slinkard with Hex. Mike, good to talk with you again, sir. How are you? Hey, Scott. How are you? I'm good. So tell us about your travels since our last visit. Man, I don't know what did we what did we cover last time? I've been all over the place. Yeah, you were elk. Uh, elk was last, so yeah, I uh, saw you had a, a nice buck. But uh, yeah, just what's your last few hunts been? Yeah, well, I just completed a good one here in Central Oregon. Um, actually, I have a um, it's sort of a special draw thing. Um, it's a landowner deal on 600 acres, real small piece of ground. Oh wow! Um, but I was able to actually connect on a really nice buck on the last day. This year has been my last day year. I've now shot three <laughs> things on the last day of the month. So, uh, <laughs> wow! But, uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, you know, out there we. I've done this several times, and it's and it's a great place. Uh, you know, this time of year is a, kind of a neat place, time to hunt mule there because they're rutting pretty hard and all that. Man, I know. But yep. uh, you know, we really concentrate on on kind of getting outside the box and getting some kind of cool footage. So this year, I concentrated on not using any blinds, hunting on the ground. And uh, I mean, gosh, we got some great stuff. I've got footage of of does and bucks within 20 yards or less. Um, with us just sitting out in the open, so mm-hmm. um, pretty pretty neat stuff this this year. I was pretty happy with how that all worked out, and I ended up with a real nice three by four on the last day. No, you did, yeah. And uh, I think I sent you a message, but yeah, I was over in Meeker with our friend Quentin Smith, QRS, and uh, actually got mine on the next to last day. Yeah, so yeah, uh, that I saw one. that, but that was a great one, that yeah, a really good one. Yeah, that was a nice buck. I was very very happy with that, and I was cheating. I was rifle hunting, you know. So, but uh, oh, that's uh, not cheating yeah. if you're hunting. If you're hunting, you're 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 one of the good ones. Exactly. Yeah. So <laughs> it doesn't matter what you're out with. But you know, I tell you, it, it's amazing. You know, we had about six other guys in the uh, the camp there uh, that were hunting, and of course, I was wearing my hex stuff and the new hoodie uh, that recently came out, and they're like, you know, we've heard about that, but what is that? So man, I had a captive audience and uh, just told them all. I said, man, you've got to try it. You got, and they're they're coming from, you know. California and there uh, there were some cops and uh, firefighters and stuff and uh, and I said man you guys need to try this stuff I said it will change the way uh, not really change the way you hunt but it will make your hunt more successful I said I promise you and you'll see it and I showed them just some footage of just some little things I did out there you know and some bucks that we weren't really going to take but how close you could get and uh, and I actually saw something I'm not sure if it was you that shot the footage but there was a buck like a um, down in kind of a, a little hole a little bit and whoever it was filming this for hex uh you know walked out there pretty close i mean again wide open and it and it looked yeah, like me. okay it looked like <laughs> yeah. 15 yards man 20 you know yeah, i mean i can give you some backstory on that so we had some trail cameras set around and you know we're we're just walking out to to check trail cameras and um we saw this deer kind of coming out of the trees over there so we just stood still and and he just kept coming and kept coming and kept coming and 
Um, there's a mineral lick out there that they were hitting quite a bit. So um, it's what he was headed to. So I just, uh, my my cameraman, we didn't have a camera with us or anything. He, I just handed him my cell phone, pushed record, and said, here, see what we get. <laughs> and uh, it was pretty neat. I was able to, to walk in. I mean, I don't know. We were probably 15 yards from him. No, no it looked. And, I mean, this is a, you know, he's not a, a giant buck, but he's a nice 4 by 4 mule deer. Um, he had literally just jumped the fence off the public ground and came in. So, I mean, it was not anything, you know, a lot of people say, oh, they're just farmed or whatever. Well, this one is just jumped off of public land. Um, Our rifle season has only been over a couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. And so it was pretty crazy, um, you know, and we don't see that kind of over-the-top stuff every single time, but we see it awfully often. It's often enough that I like to try it whenever I get a chance. And that buck just, I mean, you can see he looks at me, he sees me. Yeah. But, again, with our, by blocking the electrical field, and that's what Hex does, um, you just don't look the same to animals. You, you know, mm-hmm. that electrical field is emitted by everything living. So when you take that away, it's a really big confusion factor. And so um, that buck finally just walked off. Yeah. He didn't even run. Yep. So, um, <laughs> so that was a, a really cool, really cool encounter that we had and uh, was really lucky to be able to film that when we weren't even – we're not even planning on it. So. Sure. No, and I told these guys, I said, every one of you guys, you know, they've been hunting for a number of years. And I said, every one of you have been in that position probably multiple times where you're like, you know, here he comes, everything's cool. Then all of a sudden, something just goes wrong, and you're sitting there left figure trying to figure out what it is. And I said, I'm telling you, man, this is the answer is hex because, uh, you know, even the one, I mean, they see you. I mean, there's no doubt they see you, but it's just mm-hmm. oh, yeah. just a different way it affects them. And, you know, and, and I've had them jump, you know, five, ten yards and then come right back to the spot. Yep. Yep. I've seen it. It's just a, it's a confusion factor. They see something. But they don't. They can't recognize it as something that's alive necessarily. So you know, as, as I guess you can kind of imagine seeing something that you've never seen before in your whole life. Or you don't know whether you ought to be scared of it or be interested in it or whatever. And that's right. really what we get. Um, they don't know what they're looking at, and you know, it's a huge advantage. And like I say, you're not invisible by any means. They see you, um, and, and different animals that react differently. I mean, you know, we're, that that deal that i had was pretty over the top honestly it surprised me (laughs) i I know i'm like how um, much closer is he gonna try to get yeah yeah you know and and it's like and and there was not a blade of grass around us we were both standing right in the wide wide open just as as exposed as we could possibly be the whole time he came out there and he could see us at 200 yards and right just came out there anyway absolutely it's it's a neat experience like i say you get to see some really cool stuff uh using the technology and you know like i said you still gotta hunt gotta keep the wind right and you know use common sense but uh sometimes it'll just blow you away yeah those times absolutely um i did have someone ask me and i i meant to go on the website before i got you on the show to ask you but can people get gift cards uh yeah absolutely okay Mm -hmm. so if somebody looking for gift cards yep we have them on the website um i would have to look to be honest with you our website's gone through quite a few revisions but uh, we do have gift cards available in any dollar amount. So uh, it's a great way to get somebody that, you know, if you're not sure what size they wear or whatever, right. yeah. uh, those gift cards are great. Um, also, you know, we have a, a free exchange policy, too. If, you, you know, if, if somebody did buy a hex system for a, for a um, you know, for, for a customer or, whatever, or for a relative, um, 
you know, they, and it's not the right size. They can just call us, and it's a free exchange, so no problem. We have everything in stock. That's one of the one of the nice things in uh, this day and age is we're one of the few companies that actually have a lot of stock. Man, you know, no doubt. Any size, any in, in all of our items. So yeah, so, yeah, we're we're lucky with that for sure. Well, I'm telling you, if you're looking for the perfect gift, this is it. Don't go with the ties and socks and all that garbage. All right, get a hex system uh, for your loved one, and uh, hey, get a family set up if you hunt as a family i'm telling you uh it is very very cool and you and once you go on and i hope you'll follow uh mike on um social media with hex again it's h-e-c-s-l-l-c.com is the website but you can follow him on all the social media platforms and watch all the videos and um if you use the promo code scott k-l-z uh mike's been kind enough to give us a 35 dollars discount off of your system and that is the one of the best discounts they give and uh mike we appreciate the best, that. The best. okay <laughs> well i appreciate that very much and i'm telling you the more i wear this this new hoodie that you've got man the more i love it um i almost went to work in it the other day just to come to the radio station that thing is so comfortable and it's I, I love wearing it you know it's been a big hit it really has um you know and we also offer that in a non-camo version too so you know our wildlife line is you know geared more towards people that maybe aren't hunters but are you know, wildlife enthusiasts right. bird watchers photographers you know anybody that wants to have a really unique interaction with wildlife um you know we have gear for that too and so it's not only for the hunting crowd it's also for those people that just like to be outdoors but our hoodie is unique in the fact that it actually has a built-in uh face cover so mm-hmm. uh the way it works is when, when you put it on you you know you put your head through the face cover and it just kind of stays around your neck like a you know like a neck gator or something really sure. you don't even know you have it on and then when you get into a situation where you need it, you can pull it up and uh you know that way you're you're fully covered and and you got the hex advantage and all that but uh i even see a lot of people are now using it in these covid areas as well for the face mask too so hey, yeah got multiple uses <laughs> exactly exactly you know and i was even looking up and i was uh, messing around and i even forgot what i I Googled, but uh, I found an article actually on bow hunting whitetail from January 13th, 2011, a guy named Jason Herbert, and uh, started talking about hex back in 2011. And then he talked about, um, you know, how this really, really worked for him. And so, man, you're talking, you know, 10 years ago, uh, back when you guys must have just first started. Uh, But he went on to see all the research that's gone in of how animals react to the EMF, um, the electromagnetic field we're talking about. And he talked about an article being published in 2009 by the National Academy of Sciences showed that deer, cattle, I mean, what he's talking about here, absolutely pick up that. And so, I mean, I'm telling people, hey, you know, hopefully you believe us and trust us and see all that Mike's done for 10 years with this. But for once, the science does prove something. <laughs> yeah, it really does. Well, and, and since then, I mean, we launched in 2010. So that, that, that guy wrote that article, and it was really cool because he actually did some research on it. Yeah, himself. I can tell by his article. Um, and, yeah, and, uh, you know, it was a lot of the same research that we saw, too, you know, in, in you know, developing the, the technology and everything. But, man, the science has came a long way since then. Um, you know, back in 2011, nobody thought lobsters had uh, had electroreception. And guess what? Our, our wetsuits actually proved that they 100% do. Um, also, a huge study that came out in 2016, very accredited study, 
uh, that talked about dogs, bears, several other species that they found the uh, molecule chrome in their eye, which is a highly electrically conductive molecule that they know that birds use to see those electrical fields too. Mm-hmm. So, um, it, since 2011, the science has really came a long way, and I know at least to a certain extent our technology has actually spurred that along because we're the first ones that ever came on that that actually intentionally tried to block that and and, and see the difference. And then what it does is it actually proves that you know what these animals are picking this up and scientists are interested enough to start figuring out you know all the mechanisms behind it so uh, it's kind of weird to have a product uh you know predate the the it didn't predate the science, but it really mm-hmm. drove home how much the uh, electromagnetic field really plays in the daily uh, lives of, of all kinds of animals. And it does us, too, as well. It's just uh, we don't understand it very well ourselves yet. I know. I know. It's crazy. But go to the website and check it out. It's hexllc.com, H-E-C-S-L-L-C.com, and you'll see all the whole full lineup. And uh, as Mike mentioned, all in stock, uh, 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 the biggest variety of sizes you'll see anywhere um to fit everyone and um again if you'll use the promo code scott klz uh you'll get 35 dollars off of your system and mike i mean you find it all over the world i mean um people must be amazed i mean yes they probably know who you are when you're coming to hunt there but different outfitters or guides or different people or just different hunting hunting partners that maybe you know are seeing hex in action for the first time have to be shocked sometimes right uh they really are you know any time we go with an outfitter and i i do an awful lot of self-guided stuff honestly mm-hmm. but i kind of enjoy it but um you know when we do go with an outfitter i mean we always bring stuff for them and every once in a while we get a lot of skepticism from the outfitters um actually just a quick story on you know i did a, a big bear hunt uh for brown bear up on the peninsula uh, in Alaska this spring, and and the first uh, encounter that we had with a bear, he came in, and actually the, you'll be able to see this episode on Hunting with Hacks in January. This is actually coming out, so I'll give everybody a precursor of that. Okay. But this big bear, and I mean, honestly, he was the biggest bear we saw. Um, later, my guide thought he might be in the top two or three with, an, with a bow. But anyway, we were on this bear. He was coming around kind of a beach at us and went up into some grass, and we thought he was coming the other way, so we headed up and basically ran right into him face-to-face at about 30 yards. And the bear stood there for a minute, and I've been around a lot of black bears. This was my first encounter with a, with a big brown, but a lot of black bears, hard-hunted black bears. Mm-hmm. I don't see the reaction normally in that situation that I expect to see now with hacks is, you know, some confusion. They'll usually mess around, turn broadside, give you a shot, that kind of thing, and then, you know, usually don't run off. They usually they just kind of, kind of mosey off and... And so I was expecting that reaction, or hoping for that reaction, and this bear just turns and whirls immediately and runs off. And and, and it kind of had me baffled for a little while, and I looked around, and I, I noticed my guy didn't have his face mask on, <laughs> which isn't necessarily a deal killer. Um, it's helpful, but not a deal killer. So I finally asked him, I said, hey, did you, uh, you wear in your hex system? Um, he says, ah, oh, you know, I've completely forgot to put it on this morning, and he just apologized profusely. Right. But, you know, honestly, he was probably still a little skeptical about it. Sure. But, you know, obviously from then on, he had it on every day. And from the rest of the hunt, I mean, yeah, he's not a skeptic anymore, I can tell you that. <laughs> yeah, sure. absolutely. Uh, even the one that I shot was at 16 yards, and he looked right straight at us. Um, 
on our camera, it actually, it's it's a lot uh, longer because the cameraman was behind me probably 10 yards, and so I had to get him up there. So when he started actually filming the bear looking right at us, he'd already been looking at us for probably 30 seconds. Oh, wow. And uh, he just turns and kind of walks a little bit, and then I reposition, and he walks out, and then, you know, I shot him at 16 yards. So, yeah. um, And we were right on the – all three of us were, were wearing hex, but we were right on the skyline. I mean, as plain as day to him. I mean, backlit the whole deal, and sure. he still let us get away with all of that. So, oh, wow. um, yeah, that yeah, bear was amazing, that. man. That, that bear was absolutely amazing. Wow. Yeah, it's uh, it'll be hard to, hard to beat that one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> really no well. doubt. So, but yeah, those uh, those those episodes are actually going to be showing in January and February. So uh, okay. we had enough footage there. We actually did a two part. Uh, two-part series of that so anybody that gets the pursuit channel um look at hunting with hex in january and february and you'll be able to to take a look at that it was quite an adventure right again this is the human energy concealment system by hex h-e-c-s-l-l-c.com is the website go on and check it out and as i mentioned follow mike on social media as well hex and uh they will show you uh not only uh, their hunts as well but mike does a great job in posting a lot of other uh folks that send in their pictures and videos uh with hex and you will see what we are talking about and mike we were talking about before the show but when you do uh certain sportsman shows and all uh, uh, you actually have a little meter thing we were talking about where you can actually show people, you know, that energy feel they're putting off, don't you? Yeah, yeah, we do. It's uh, it's a specially made meter to really key in on those extreme low frequencies that are put out by living living beings. So it's a pretty specialized meter. But we have that at all of our shows, and it's really a neat thing to have because you can actually measure your own electrical output. Everybody's different, mm-hmm. and you you know I've had I've had people that you just put their hand over the over the <laughs> meter and and it'll start reading, and I've had people that max it all the way out, and I've had people that are everywhere in between. Uh, but everybody has it if you're living you have that field so it's really interesting to be able to see what your field actually looks like and then obviously we can show you hex blocking at the same time um actually we're have that meter out at our show in in at the isc uh, i see they moved the date from january they to did. march yeah uh, yeah so so i plan on being out there in person um on oh march man 24th, that's awesome yeah. myself and uh you know, we'll get to to meet everybody out there in person and play with that meter, and uh, sure. yeah, it's, it's a good time. No, we will look forward to that, and we will certainly have you on multiple times between now and then uh, and promote that because that will be uh, very exciting. And uh, I'm telling you, there's been a few folks that, you know, that have gotten it from us um, from the show that have contacted me as well, and uh, I've already, you know, sent me testimonials on it. And so I'm telling you, folks, just give it a try. You know, and, and I know, as, as Mike said, hey, Sometimes there are people out there who just say, oh, I don't believe it, but they've never tried it. I'm telling you, look, you've probably bought a million things for your hunting trips that you don't use anymore, whatever. Give this a shot. I promise you, you will see. And as Mike said, it doesn't make you invisible. you still got to hunt. you still got to have the wind. But I'm telling you, you will see a difference of how animals react. All you got to do is go to hexllc.com, H-E-C-S-L-L-C.com. Use the promo code Scott, K-L-Z, and get $35 off of your system. So what's next up for you here over the next month or so, Mike? Well, I am headed over out to Oklahoma here. Uh, I think I leave the ninth of ninth of the month, so here next week. 
be headed out to Oklahoma. We're going to hunt some whitetail out there. Um, he's right on the Texas border, so we may jump the border and hunt a little in Texas too. And and uh, that will kind of wrap up my hunting year this year. Other than uh-huh. some, we're going to do some waterfowl stuff, some some uh, you know we got some pretty good goose hunting here, so we're going to try some some uh, Canada goose hunting. Um, and I've got invited, but I unfortunately am not going to be able to attend um, down in Texas. I've got a buddy of mine that is doing uh, the. Um, the Sandhill Crane Hunt, um, which oh, is really wow. unique because we can't shoot those here. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, um, but he's uh, he's got uh, we're got, we are sending a camera guy, and so he's going to get that film for us too. Well, if you need um, a fill in yeah. now, if you need a fill in, let me know. <laughs> hey, there might be a spot. <laughs> there might be, but uh, yeah, that was one that I was actually really looking forward to, and then I had a, another. Um, that I, I really can't, can't gotcha miss. so anyway but he's going to film it for us so we'll be able to let everybody see how that reacts too that'll be a different different thing i, I hear that they are extremely uh, you know cautious when it comes to movement particularly and our and our stuff is going to take a lot of that away with birds for sure so wow. i'm looking forward to seeing that absolutely well good deal well mike i appreciate it and man i'm, I'm sorry they moved the date on us because i was really looking forward to seeing you in january but we'll look forward to march and uh here for the international sportsman's expo and as mike mentioned uh, we have mentioned that before but just let everyone know it was january 6th through the 9th and they did move that date to january 24th through the 27th at the denver convention center for the international sportsman's expo we will be getting some tickets to that to give away so stay yep. tuned for that actually week. actually Mar- march march scott not Mar- january uh, okay i'm sorry <laughs> mark 24th through the 27th uh they moved that and uh it's going to be a good show and i've been working with those folks uh for a number of years now and uh, got a lot of great folks going to be there but i'm telling you you'll want to get by and meet mike slinkard and uh check out hex for sure so mike as always bud we appreciate it and we'll look forward to our next visit and good luck on your hunt there in oklahoma all right thanks scott and uh anything that you're doing have great luck and i hope hope everybody has a great holiday as well all right you as well sir that is mike slinkard with hex h-e-c-s-l-l-c.com use the promo code scott k-l-z get your 35 bucks off of your system and again if you're looking for a great gift but don't know the size whatever just get a gift card and uh that will make a great gift for this Christmas for someone. I promise you they'll thank you extra special. You're listening to Sports from Colorado. we got to take a quick break, and we'll be back with more right after this. For over eight years, you've been hearing me talk about Phoenix Weaponry in Berthard. Hey, this is Scott Watley, your host of Sportsman of Colorado, here once again to tell you why Phoenix Weaponry should be your choice to build your new custom firearm. Phoenix Weaponry is a custom firearms manufacturer. With a combined experience of over 45 years, the Phoenix family can master even the most unique idea. Phoenix Weaponry manufactures a precision custom parts for ARs and builds custom precision rifles, as well as a full line of pistol, shotgun, and rifle suppressors. Whether you're an experienced connoisseur or a new enthusiast, let Phoenix Weaponry build you a dream rifle or a range blaster. Phoenix Weaponry is your one-stop shop for all of your firearm needs. Owner Aaron Casey says our attention to detail and one-on-one customer service sets us apart from our competition. Do it yourself or complete bills at Phoenix Weaponry. They're there to help you build your dream gun. Call them today, 720-340-2496. If you can dream it, Phoenix Weaponry can build it. 720-340-2496 or check them out at phoenixweaponry.com. KLZ's personal injury attorney, Kevin Flesh of Flesh and Beck Law, has a unique background that makes him a more effective advocate for you. 
He handles both criminal and civil cases. Most attorneys only do one or the other, but Kevin has almost 25 years of experience on both sides, which means he has more practice in the courtroom. Most personal injury attorneys will say they have experience in court, but since only about 10% of personal injury cases actually go to trial, those attorneys only appear in court once or twice a year. Because Kevin also takes criminal cases, he appears in court constantly. Kevin has a rare ability to present an argument that only comes from years of experience learning how to read a courtroom. KLZ's personal injury attorney continues to practice both civil and criminal defense because he believes the courtroom keeps him nimble. Trial tested, trial ready. Kevin Flesh of Flesh and Beck Law. Schedule a free consultation now at 303-806-8886. For years now, you've heard me talk about Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center. Hey, this is Scott Watley, and yes, for almost 20 years, Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center has been taking care of our pets. From medical, grooming, boarding, and even training, Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center is your one stop for all of your pet's needs. Not only is their facility state-of-the-art, but now you can download the free Lone Tree Vet app and visit their online store for your pet products and pharmacy needs. You can also have your very own pet portal. Plus, don't forget to read their blogs at LoneTreeVet.com. Do you take your dog on hikes? check out hiking the trail safely with your dog. At Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, they believe all pets deserve to have a good life. Call today, 303-708-8050 or check them out, LoneTreeVet.com. This is Hal Van Herky with Castlegate Knife and Tool. We are the largest specialty knife store in the Rockies and we have been a family-owned and operated business since 2015. We're located just outside of Castle Rock, Colorado and we are an easy drive from Denver and other surrounding areas. We proudly carry brands such as Microtech, White River, Medford, Heretic, Benchmade, Spartan, Kbor, and so much more. We also have a full room dedicated to all things camp and kitchen. Whatever your knife, blade, or tools might be, we have you covered. Check us out online at castlegate.com. Sign up for our newsletter and be sure to follow us on your favorite social platforms such as Facebook or Instagram. We are proud to be America's knife source. Be sure to stop by our store and check us out and bring your knife with you. We can sharpen just about any dull blade you might have. Until then, stay sharp and we look forward to seeing you at Castlegate Knife and Tool. Now's the time to get into the outdoorsman's attic. It's truly a wall-to-wall sale. Sitka gear, 25% off. All clothing, fishing gear, and packs, 30% off. You'll find many items, 30 to 50% off retail. Great deals on previously owned outdoor gear for the fisherman, camper, hiker, or hunter in your family, or bring in your gear to the outdoorsman's attic and turn it into cash. And if you're looking for a great handgun, rifle, or shotgun, get by the outdoorsman's attic. If your firearm needs a little work, see Scott the gunsmith and tell him Scott at Sportsman Colorado Radio sent you. All at the outdoorsman's attic. Great service, great bargains, great gear. 2650 West Hampton. Hey, Dan, you know, our jobs are pretty different. I'm a baseball announcer. You're an attorney and a talk show host. Yeah, but we do have something in common. Really? What's that? Our favorite car dealer, Len Lyle Chevrolet. Yeah, definitely not your typical dealership. That's so true, Jack. No high-pressure sales tactics. They respect your time. And when you have two jobs, that's important. You know, I'd recommend Len Lyle Chevrolet to anyone. And with their low overhead, that means lower lower prices. prices. Yeah, we really do have something in common. Len Lyle Chevrolet. Go east and pay the least. Chevy, find new roads. 
Keep moving ahead with savings on Goodyear tires during D&D Tire's limited time savings event. Don't miss your chance to save $50 when you buy four qualifying tires for your vehicle. Plus, get up to an additional $200 back by online or mail-in rebate when you use your Goodyear credit card on your complete purchase. Hurry, these limited time savings from Goodyear won't last. Subject to credit approval, terms and conditions apply. See store associate for details. Offer valid from November 24th to December 1st. Stop by D&D Tire today. Three locations to serve you, two in Aurora, one in Parker. Check them out, ddtireservice.com. Hi, this is Chris Kane with 303roofer.com. If you're looking to put on a new roof because of hail, give us a call at 303-390-1382. We'll give you a cash price, which means you'll most likely get to keep some of your insurance money instead of giving it to us. It's your money, we know that, and we'll price the work accordingly. So give us a call today, 303-390-1382, or go to our website, 303roofer.com. Have you been thinking about a new pair of glasses? Maybe some prescription sunglasses. We'll look no further than Stack Optical. Since 1968, yes, you heard me right. Since 1968, Stack Optical has been providing the most comprehensive quality ocular care for their patients. This family-owned business is proud to be one of the few optical offices that has their own on-site eyeglass production and eyeglass repair studio. Stack Optical, located at 2233 South Monaco Parkway, features the most extensive lines of eyeglass frames, sunglasses, and contact lenses to ensure that you love your appearance and experience superior comfort. Our comprehensive eye exams proactively diagnose eye conditions and diseases while providing the most accurate vision care. We welcome you to experience a lifetime of superior ocular care from doctors that are devoted to your eye health. Call now for your $69 eye exam, 303-321-1578. At Stack Optical, you'll see the difference. Rush to Reason with John Rush, weekdays from 3 to 7 on KLZ 560. Welcome back to Sportsman of Colorado. Again, thank you so much for joining us. Wow, beautiful day here in the Mile High City. Hope you're enjoying it, but we want to thank you for listening and tuning in. Kevin Flesh in studio with us as well, and we're going to go to the phones and talk to our good friend Brett Elkman, Vale Valley Anglers. Brett, how are you, sir? I am great. Scott, thanks for having me back on the show. Man, you bet. You bet. I got Kevin Flesh here as well. And uh, Hey, Brett. So what's, hey, what, what's the weather like there? <laughs> I don't know if you want to call it unfortunate or not, but about 60 degrees and sunny. Wow. Oh, wow. You know, if you're not going to have a snowpack, I guess this isn't bad weather for some fly fishing, right? <laughs> it's definitely inviting for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Wow. Good deal. Well, Brett, I mean, we've had you on a couple of times, but uh, let's just kind of um, step back and take a look at all Vail Valley Anglers has to offer. So kind of tell us all about you guys. Yep, we're uh, we're definitely uh, letting the dust settle right now. We had a crazy, crazy summer, really busy, and uh, you know the just the use and, and the sport itself is quadrupled. Um, and in, along that note, you know we specialize in float trips. Uh, we do weight trips, and then we have some specialty trips, two-handed for swinging uh, flies. We have uh, bike and fish, hike and fish. Um, Lake fishing, it's, it's just a, a really just a, a good thing. We have Tenkara, mouse fishing in the evening. Um, a lot of that goes away coming into the winter, 
but uh, all of our offerings were taken advantage of this summer. That's great. You know, this is kind of a transition time, certainly for fly fishing and for what most people think of sort of the resource, but there's still some good opportunities, you know, coming into the early winter season, especially when you don't have a whole lot of cold weather. So talk to us about that. What uh, If folks want to get out and still enjoy the resources, what's what you're seeing and what's going on with, with the trout and are they done spawning and, and uh, what's the situation with the rivers? Yeah, no, um, you know, this time of year is a, is actually a special time of year. It's generally when we get to go and fish after <laughs> the crazy summer. Sure. <laughs> and one of the benefits is you don't tend not to see as many people out there. Um, under normal circumstances, there might be some snow on the ground, but the rivers tend to still be open. Um, and, and you know, it, it's just a great way to, to get out and be by yourself. Uh, you know, like we have to eat every day, the fish have to eat every day. So the opportunity is there. Um in regards to the spawn, you know, this late you would think it'd be over, but a couple guys floated to Colorado the other day on one of the known creeks for spawning and said it was just stock full of fish. Really? Yeah, particularly brown trout, uh, much to our surprise. So you still got to be careful out there and, yep. and be respectful of the resource. Exactly, exactly. Well, the interesting thing this time of year, too, is the talking about the feeding windows and the times that you fish. You know, it, it's... It's more bankers hours these these days. A little bit later in the day, you can start right, and and the the windows short shuts off a little earlier before sunset. I would assume it does. There, you know, uh, there's that obvious time we've all seen it when we fish, depending on how often you fish, where it just boom, it just stops. Um, you can still catch fish in the morning. Uh, however, I think, like you said, it's better to take advantage of the bankers hour. Let it warm up even just a little bit, even if it's five degrees or yep. whatever the case is. Let that morning fog come off the river uh, and then start your day that way. Uh, potentially, when the sun cracks, you know, um, it'll, it'll maybe elicit a little bit of a hatch. Uh, just the same, those guys that were out the other day were streamer fishing. They got out early, and, um, and they reported that the streamer bite was incredible. Oh, right until away. their guides started to defrost, so you just, you just <laughs> never know. So. You don't, and and the hatches this time of year. Are you still are you seeing some midges or trichos or things like that, or what? What's the bug activity if you do have any any hatches? Yeah, going off? Um, you know we've been blessed around here to, ha- to have a pretty decent midge hatch. Uh, some sporadic blueings here and there, but a, a pretty strong midge hatch down to size. I'm telling you, like 26, if Oof. you can even see that. Yeah. And, and, and that, of course, uh, you know, they're, 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 fic- they're finicky, they're picky. Yeah. Uh, but Frustrating is the word, really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Brett Outman is our guest. Again, it's Vail Valley Anglers. Check out the website, valevalleyanglers.com. And their number is 970-926-0900. So you do half-day trips and full-day options, right? Yes. Uh, in the wintertime, our, our offerings do... Uh, wind down if you will we have less offerings uh due to the time constraints and the and the sure. bankers hours that you were talking about so we offer a full day float um given the amount of time we have to drive to access that resource and then we do a half day wait to try and capture that meat of the day the hottest part of the day if you will and then we do ice fishing which can be an all-day event early or late and w- yeah so tell us about the ice fishing opportunities that you have where is it that you normally will go and what are the fish that you're trying to catch? Yep, uh, we, we're still targeting trout. Um, one of the, the reser, uh, reservoirs, stagecoach that we go to, 
has uh, pike in it. Of course, we'll catch those if we can. Um, you know, the, the sport in general has grown tremendously around here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe we're one of the only outfitters to offer it in this county, anyway, Eagle County. Um, and it's a great way to get young children and, and just taste in the winter. People need a break from skiing. Right. Uh, we also offer Sylvan Lake. And uh, if you're pressed for time and typically not our preference, gypsum ponds, just oh, yeah. because it's, it's right on the, uh, on the highway there. Sure. The Sylvan's kind of an interesting resource as well, I would imagine. You still have some good opportunities there through the ice to catch all kinds of different fish. I mean, there, there's yeah, different it, types of trout in that lake, right? There are. They're decent-sized brook trout, you know, around here, particularly in the mountains. You know, six inches of pretty decent fish, <laughs> and there are certainly bigger ones in there. And, uh, you know, they, it, it was shut for a little while. They, they restructured it, and they had that fire, right. and it, it just keeps getting kicked down. But I'll tell you, the, the fishery is really good. That lake that lake produces. Again, Brett Eckman is our guest, Bell Valley Angers, Kevin Flesh in studio with us as well. Now, you offer, I, I was looking at the website and just seeing some things, and we just want to bring up to let people think about corporate trips. This would be a great thing for corporate uh, companies to book with you and you also do fly fishing school so talk about that school yep um what we've noticed is particularly with covid a lot of new people moving to town and uh your your basic typical trip is somebody i don't have time put me on fish thank you goodbye yeah. but we're seeing a lot more people that really want to learn the sport and we offer the school for that reason we'll Maybe instead of spending five minutes teaching them how to cast, they'll spend half an hour. Uh, learn a little bit about entomology, where to stand in the river, why we're fishing, where we're fishing, and combining all of that, and then typically you break for lunch, and then you get to apply your skills, and it stays with you a lot longer. Um, it's just a great way to absorb the sport, and it goes at your pace, basically. So mm-hmm. it, it's just a really nice way um, to get a little bit of everything, not tying rigging everything so what do people need to bring they want to go on a float trip with you let's say what does the customer need to bring with them okay um you know uh hat sunglasses um we supply rod reel waiter boot uh beverages on a full day lunch and flies um so in the winter time we suggest hand warmers toe warmers depending on mm-hmm. uh you know your tolerance to dress comfortably in layers. Um, if you are uh, hungry on a, a, you know, bring some snacks, although some of the guys have them. Uh, but we'll pretty much take care of everything except for the license wow. and then the gratuity for the guide at their discretion. Of course, the guides uh, like to earn that. So. Sure, sure. Absolutely. And they always do. Whether <laughs> they get paid the gratuity or not, they always earn it. <laughs> they do. And if they don't, then they'll be talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, you mentioned, you just mentioned, uh, glasses and sunglasses and you know that's something that people probably don't think about especially during the the summer months um polaroid sunglasses are so important to be using and and uh talk a little bit about sort of what you like to see the customer bring and how that may enhance their their experience with you even if they don't have all the other things that why the you know really good quality polarized sunglasses are important yeah, Kevin, you bring up a great point. Um, in fact, it may even be more important than the fishing rod itself. Um, uh, you know, the, the Eagle River is slippery, so it defines the river a little bit more, mm-hmm. cuts the glare. You can see what you're walking on. Uh, we are fortunate enough out here to have very good sight casting opportunities, which allows you to see the fish that you're casting to 
and precisely place that fly in the right area and get it to eat. Um, again, polarized cuts the glare. And a lot of things that, that a lot of people don't think about, but us guides do because we've all been hooked in the ear and <laughs> face is protection. <laughs> yep. Uh, you really want to protect your eyes and, and uh, you know, it's just, it's just a paramount um, to have a good set of polarized glasses. So are you seeing, we're talking about the different types of trips, you talked about the Tenkara trips. Are you seeing some more people get interested in the Tenkara rods and, and trying that and really even whittling their fly fishing down to just a simple rod and line? You know, I, I think about three or four years ago, there was a really big push by the Tenkara industry um, and Patagonia too. I think Yvonne Chouinard yeah. uh, fishes that type of way. You're not seeing that as much today. Okay. I think, um, at least I'm not in this area. Uh, I think when you do, it's, it's, a, it's generally children. You know, it's easier. You don't yep. have to deal with the reel and everything. And so I see that. And then there are those few people that did catch on to it. And because we offer it, are, are taking advantage of it. Yeah. Um, one of our guy, two of our guides love it. Um, and uh, one of them is actually going to bring it to the Bahamas this spring. Really? This to see about catching a blowfish or something. <laughs> so that should be interesting. But um, I think it, it just in my area and this shop in particular, it slowed down a little bit. Yeah, okay. And how about, you know, the the other thing is sort of the Euro- European nymphing systems and things like that. Are you seeing many customers that are wanting to learn about that and wanting to understand why that may be effective in some situations versus your traditional, you know, your fly setup nymph or dry dry fly? Absolutely, and and whether it's marketing or, or buzz on the Instagram or the internet, I think that a lot of that audience that may have gone from Tenkara is switching over to the Euronymphing. Um, for better or worse, you know, it, it's it's somewhat become a numbers game in this sport. Unfortunately, yeah, uh, we all go through it when we're new, and then you know we realize that it's about being out there. And I think that Euro uh, techniques have certainly made it easier to have a, a grand, you know. 50 fish day if you wanted um and so we are seeing that aspect of the sport grow we are we have guides that do it i do it myself actually after making fun of it for a couple years (laughs) well because the guys next to you are catching fish you're like what are you doing right (laughs) i I do it to mix it up you know and um uh, so i have seen that aspect of the sport grow and uh you know whether it is or is not and you certainly can fish them conventionally uh, or you know normal fly fishing mm-hmm. uh, techniques, but the the flies themselves on those jig hooks have lent you know the the sport and the awareness of the sport um, has, that's helped push it as well. Well, it seems to me that there's a really pla- there's a place for it, especially when you're fishing, let's say the Colorado, where you you realize you know you're not catching fish in the normal spots, and then you start catching fish in like deep trench areas or you know these areas that are flat, but they're super deep the eight feet or more that sort of thing where the traditional method is difficult right and some of those jigs they just they lend themselves to that application don't you think no absolutely and 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 being such a big river you would think that um you know and you'll learn this as you fish where to read and that but being such a big river you think it'd be harder in that respect but you're right they just lurk on that bottom love that deep trench and those flies are definitely and the, the leaders and the, and the lines themselves are designed to cut through the water and get down deep and right. quick. Right, yeah. And that maybe is a good transition for this time of year, too. Are you seeing fish moving right now? I know we've had a warm fall, 
But are the are the fish? Are you seeing them move into the more wintering areas now in the river when the when you're doing their floats? We are, and um, we're starting to see a little bit more uh, lethargic responses from them. You know, yeah. you really got to put it in their face. You got to present it the right way. Uh, this time of year, I almost stress the need to to be stealth and have a perfect approach, and and even use yarn indicators just so that quiet aspect. Oh. Of doesn't spook them. Yeah. And, um, uh, but yes, I, I, yes, I am seeing that, um, for sure. They, they're definitely going to be sitting in the deeper channels, you know, the type of summer we have with the lack of water. Yeah. So it's not hard to find them, but on that note too, for the Euro style nymphing, I, I love it. it. I, you know, pickpocket, if you will, yeah. and I walk through. So it's great for pocket water as well, huh. where they are. Standing up. So, so with the pocket water, when you're talking, especially the low flows this time of year, you're looking for those deeper holes, and sh- is it a shorter swing then for the the, the Euronymph? Um, it, it it can be, yeah. you know, uh, because essentially you have to get a little closer to them. Yeah, um, and so you ha- you want to put it in there a little bit quicker and and get it through there before they they if you will see you and you mm-hmm. want to start your your cast. So yes, that does apply. Um, you can get in and and sneak around and behind some boulders and. And protect yourself that way, if you sure. will. Uh, but because of the limited space in the water, definitely will reduce that. Yeah. Wow. You're, go ahead, Scott. Again, Brett Elkman, if you're just joining us with us, Vail Valley Anglers, com, And um, they're located at 97 Main Street in Edwards. And, man, super nice shop. they got great gear in there. And, uh, boy, nice as dog. you can tell. Yeah, nice dog. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but I guarantee you, these guys know, know what they're doing there. So, Brett, we were, you were talking about indicators. I, I don't know. I've got some feed that I get every once in a while, and there's this new strike indicator. I, know, I don't know if you've seen them, but they're basically sort of a twist on where the line goes through the center of the indicator. And, it's it, you know, it's not like your normal uh, thingamabob or something like that where it pinches it, but it sort of sits and you tighten it down. Have you seen that new strike indicator that's out there? Yeah, it's actually um, all the rage right now. There's a lot of buzz. Yeah. Uh, people call us from, believe it or not, different states. You really? have them, we'll ship them. Yeah, it's called the Oros, O-R-O-S. Yeah. Have and, you used um, it? I have, and I've found it to be um, not only float better and hold up, but because the, the leader goes through the middle of the indicator as opposed to the outside, that it, it casts nicer and yeah. cuts through the air better and presents nicer and the beauty of that is you know i'm getting up there in age and uh so my eyes don't work quite as well as i'd like it to but this one allows you to mix and match colors so you can break them in half Ooh. and buy an orange and a pink and then switch them up and and uh for me that i can really see better that way who'd ever think that the, you'd be talking about strike indicators at some point and you know what the differences are but when you start talking about that technology it's just i saw it on youtube or something and i was like wow that makes a lot of sense why hadn't we thought of that before you know yeah exactly um, the million dollar idea they're staring at you every day exactly exactly especially because your line is centered then and i would imagine it probably doesn't make as much noise when it when it hits the water either Correct. Um, we got them in. We were waiting to get them in, and our guides took them out that day. And so far, um, the po- the feedback's been positive. There, uh, you know, you wouldn't think it'd be that different, but it, it, it makes a difference. Yeah. And I'm not knocking the other ones that are out. No, there. no, no. Yeah. Um, they all have their place and time, but this seems to be the right way to go. And huh. um, you know, 
again, in, in the wintertime, I, I, I do make three sizes, small, medium, large, but I even like to be, depending on the water I'm at, like the Eagle versus Gore Creek, for example. Yeah. I like to have yarn on Gore Creek because it's such a small creek. Right. Every little advantage you could take, and I, and I do feel that that is an advantage. Uh, just as simple as the indicator, like you pointed out, um, I like to use yarn, but on those bigger rivers, that new Oros is great. Huh. Very wow. interesting. Last question for you. I know you're in the store, and we appreciate your time, but uh, maybe a little fishing report around you guys and some of the waters you fish on? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so everything's open right now. Gore Creek, Eagle River, Colorado, Warwick Fork. Um, Piney is probably shut down right now, particularly getting up there. Um, upper Colorado from State Bridge up. Probably want to avoid that. There's very little sun. Eventually it's going to freeze over. Right. Um, a better fishing's been down below State Bridge and even further down below Dot Cerro. Hmm. Um, again, we've been blessed or, or cursed with this weather. So it's all open and fishing well. We are expecting snow this week, thank God. Yes. Um, and so that, you know, I find in my experience that the oncoming storm and potentially even during the storm fishes really well. Usually the day after and the barometric pressure change and everything, it slows down a little bit. Fish can still be had. Um, and so the conditions right now are great. Um, tiny and shiny is kind of the way to go right now. I like to lead with maybe one of those Euro-style jigs mm-hmm. as my weight, keep it clean, less, uh, less things on the line, and then down to a Chocolate Thunder, RS2, Juju Beta, Zebra Midge is, is always a staple. Yep. Um, on top, a Match Midge, Para Adams. And we're talking in the, you know, 18, Small. the largest, down to 26. Yeah. Hmm. And bring your magnifying glasses. <laughs> yes. <laughs> your readers for sure. 26, that's just that's ridiculous. Uh, yeah, those and, are so small. The, the size of the fish that you can catch on those I know, that's the, that's the fun part. blows me away every day. Really? Yep. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Well, man, Kevin and I, we're looking forward to our trip in April with you. And I don't know, man, talking about this ice fishing, I was told Kevin, I go, Yeah, we Scott's jonesing for we, some we ice fishing. We need to try that. <laughs> yeah. so. I, I'm looking forward to you guys as well. And if you want to try the ice fishing, give it. Give it to at least the end of December. Yeah. The yeah. Right now. But I grew up in Miami. I'm a sunshine boy, and I tried it a few years ago, and I had a ball. Yeah. Really? It, okay. It, it is right. what it is. Uh, <laughs> some of the guys have cameras. You can watch the fish. Yep. Eat, but if you if you know what you're doing and you take it for what it is, it's 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 a lot of fun. Yeah. And yep. it can be very, very uh, productive. And it's beautiful. I mean, because normally there's it nobody, is. you know, fishing around. Just, you got the lakes to yourself. <laughs> yeah. My first day, we were on Stagecoach. It was minus four. Ooh. It was freezing. It went up to 23, and we were outside in T-shirts. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's <laughs> so, so cool. It's great. 970-926-0900, com, And, again, you can go right to their website. A lot of great information uh, about all that they offer that Brett talked about, as well as fishing reports, flows, uh, some of the stream flows as well. And, uh, man, we are looking forward to it, Brett. So, hey, bud, I know it's busy on a Saturday. We appreciate yeah. your time, and uh, we'll be in touch with you real quick. Yeah, Scott, Kevin, thank you, man. Thanks, Brett. Always great to talk to you guys. You you too. Happy holidays. All right. Thanks a lot. All right. Brett Elkman, again, Vail Valley Anglers. So, Kevin, one thing I was thinking about, with all the different species of fish here, Mm -hmm. a lot of laws and rules. Yeah. So people that maybe have moved here and maybe they're trying to get into fish, what's the best way for them to learn about all the different limits and sizes of what you can keep, what you can't? (laughs) I mean, the the easy thing, you know, Colorado's really thought of as a trout for the most part, trout destination, right? So um, most of the time in most of the places that you're going to go that, that people come to the, the state to fish, it's probably most of the time you assume that you really can't keep any fish. 
um, mm. or it's very limited, two or three fish a day. I mean, and so it's not like, you know, going to the Midwest or upper <laughs> to Canada where you're, you're bringing home all kinds of flays. Mm. You certainly can, but trout don't, they don't really freeze very well. So you, you catch maybe a couple for a meal and then you move on. But obviously the, the, um, the C- CDW has its own, you know, all of the things relating to the website and all right. the rules and regulations relating to that. Um, you know, you certainly get into the, you can certainly talk to the guides and the, you know, much like bread or there's so yeah. many different shops around, depending upon where you're fishing, go in and talk with them about the resources and where maybe that you should go and what the limits may be relating to those sorts mm-hmm. of things. But the majority of the folks that end up uh, fishing in Colorado relating to the trout, generally speaking, they'll keep a fish here or there. So you really are pretty, you may have to be a little careful, but not a big deal about that. I think the bigger thing and and the thing that we touched on briefly um, this time of year is the spawning of the fish and watching out for those reds. Um, so when people talk about reds, not a, not our buddy Red, but because you know he's not all over. But but well, the important thing is that these fish are doing what they need to do to reproduce, so that we right. can have more of these wonderful resources. And the idea is is that if you're walking through sort of the area of the river and it looks like there's activity going on in the sense of fish, the gravel is all clean. Like the Eagle River has a bunch of moss, and mm-hmm. and the 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 rocks when you're walking around are pretty sort of uniform color and you recognize the fact that that nothing's going on well when they get all cleaned off and the you see a bunch of especially paired up fish that they're spawning so you want to stay away from those fish um, because they're really vulnerable at that time of the year Um, and what happens is they get pretty territorial so you could throw a bait in that area you'll catch them but now you've kind of stressed them out and gotten them into a situation where they're doing what they need to do naturally Mm. and um, so the best thing to do is go around either Fish above them, fish below them, but stay away from that area so that you let them do their thing. Normally, in a normal year where we have plenty of flows and it's been cold, that process would have been done by now, so you wouldn't have to worry about it. It normally Uh starts early October and is done maybe middle of November, but it sounds like it slid a little bit this year. Um, But I think the best thing to do, like you said, ice fishing or whatever, is we got to hire somebody that knows what they're doing. (laughs) I can wander around with a... You know, with an auger and sort of, yeah. Send me out front with a yeah, spud bar. Exactly, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Scott, just step out there. Yeah, I'll, yeah, just put a rope around your waist and see how it goes. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you don't want me leading the Big lures. <laughs> and then just what about private water? No one, if you're on public, private, do you have to worry about that? Yeah, much? you have to worry about that a little bit. So Colorado is interesting in the sense that um, we don't have, like a lot of states, if you can get to the high water mark, then it's public. Um, like Montana and Wyoming and other places, if you get into a situation where you're in the actual water, it's public. But Colorado, you're still on private land underneath the water. So there may be segments of, let's say, the Colorado, for example, where we where we float a lot. There will be sections where as long as we don't put an oar on the bottom or an anchor, we can float through. But as soon as we walk somewhere, we've got to make sure we're on public land. Sure. And there's maps and things relating to that, and it's generally pretty well marked. So folks, especially this time of year, if you're thinking about going out and fishing, for example, there's 50 miles of the Arkansas River that's public, right. and it's really well marked along Highway 50, for example. So this time of year, that could be a great resource for somebody that's looking to try it out for the first time. 
you can go. The flows are really good. It's generally beautiful spots all the way from Leadville mm-hmm. all the way down to Buena Vista, down to Salida, and into Pueblo, really. The Arkansas right. River, that whole resource is going to be pretty ice-free mm-hmm. and in pretty good shape right now, and it could fish really well. You, the idea that I was telling Brett about is that you want to you want to start fishing maybe 10, 30, 11, because mm-hmm. the fish metabolism has uh, has started back up, and they're ready to eat midday, and then yeah. knock it off and wow. go have a, a cool. beverage here or there. Absolutely. Yep. All right, we want to thank Mike Slinkard with Hex. Again, go to HexLLC.com, H-E-C-S-L-L-C.com. Put in the promo code Scott, K-L-Z. Save $35 off of your Hex suit. And Brett, Vell Valley Anglers, VellValleyAnglers.com. Mention you heard him on the show. We'd appreciate that. Kevin, it's been fun, man. It has been fun. Good to see you. It's good to see you. Have a great rest of your weekend. Get out and enjoy the rest of this beautiful day. And we'll talk to you next week. and opinions expressed on KLC 560 are those of the speaker, commentators, hosts, their guests, and callers. They are not necessarily the views and opinions of Crawford Broadcasting or KLZ Management, employees, associates, or advertisers. KLZ 560 is a Crawford Broadcasting God and Country station.